we're going to have a talk. Can we have a talk tonight? Um, we're going to be in the Word a, a little bit. We're going to talk a lot about the Word. In the end, we're, we're going to, I just want to put something out because I don't want to leave here without getting in the Word. But, but I really feel like we need to have a talk. Well, so will you have a talk with me? But most of the time I need you just to hush, <laughs> unless I, I, I ask for you. But it's not a bad talk. It's a good talk. Everybody, everybody say, ah. Okay, good. I've had um, a crazy sort of week. It's sort of weird, one that sort of made me think. You know, I, um, I know many of you have known somebody in the past year and a half um, or two years that's a teen, teenager that took their own life. You know, we've, I've talked with some of you about that, and it sort of occurred quite a bit. And it's, it's a sad thing. And no, what you don't understand is that it occurs throughout life, through the the ages of life. The the um, the twenty year olds, the thirty, the forties, the sixties. Everybody experiences this. Uh, I have a cousin of my dad who um, a week ago took his own life. He was sixty eight. In a lot of pain and and, and, uh, and uh, couldn't take it. I didn't talk to him much. It had been years since I talked talked to him. I went to the funeral today, so that's why it was really on my on my heart a lot as I sort of thought about it. Um, and uh, I want you to know something. If you struggle and you're going, man, is it worth it? Is it worth it just to keep on going? Can I say it is? If you're if you're hurting. Um, Man, I've got adults here that will be an ear for you, that will hug you. We love you. We are so glad that you're here. And you may be in a spot where you go, man, I just don't feel loved. Well, come up when we're done tonight and give me a hug. I'll give you a hug. Um, I firmly believe this without a doubt. God has a fantastic plan for you. The potential in your life is amazing, and you don't even understand what God can do with your life. I know how that can be because what God's done in my life. So let me just start with that. Just understand that you've been created with a purpose and a plan, and God knew you um, as he formed you, and God did the work. So you've all got great worth. Um, We're going to start with a video tonight, and it's a a video, and it almost corresponds with what I'm talking about. It's a a video from the movie. It's a clip from the movie, um, about five minutes long, called To, To Save a Life. Who here has seen that? that movie quite a few okay put your hands on let me just preface it um the main guy i believe his name is jake he is in um a youth group beginning to start to go to a youth group beginning to search because his his childhood friend committed suicide at school and he's trying to come to grips with that and he's coming to church for the first time in a youth group he's been there a few times and we're going to look at a scene where he goes there with his girlfriend who who doesn't go to church at all and um she doesn't like the fact that jake is beginning to change and god's beginning to do something in him so i want you to watch this because there's something that he says that is the point of our conversation tonight and i want you to um take note it's sort of funny you're allowed to laugh can we laugh here Okay, okay. It, it, it's good. Some of you have seen it. Don't give, give, give it away. Don't like shout out what's about to occur. But let's go ahead and hit the clip. You know, they did a survey to find out the places that people least like to be. And some on the top of the list were the DMV, the dentist, the principal's office. But you know what the number one place was? The church. Judgmental, hypocritical. Why is it that so often we can be the exact opposite of what this teaches? 
That's not how it's supposed to be, guys. This is supposed to be a place where you don't have to pretend like you've got it all together or that you don't have any problems. A place where you can come and be who you really are and not feel judged. I want to take 30 seconds right now, 30 seconds of silence, and I want you to ask yourself the question, who have I judged? Did you see the game on Sunday? Man. She would not stop texting me. Did you see that guy there? I saw him yesterday. Did any of you hear what he just said? My girlfriend came here today and she left because she felt judged and no one even noticed. Roger walked into school and started shooting. I knew him. He wasn't crazy. And did anyone ever stop and ask why? I mean, how did it get to the point where his only option was to shoot himself? There are people killing themselves and you're chugging soda through a sock. I mean, what's the point of all this if you're not going to let this change you? What do you think we should do, Jake? I don't know. We could all hang out together at school. It's <coughs> a good idea. Hey, why don't we all have lunch together in the quad? Okay, you, you, if you can get lights, thanks, Johnny. Um, who here would have taken a drink of the Coke out of the sock that wasn't yours? <sighs> a couple of y'all would have. I think Cat would have, from what I've heard about Cat in the past. You. Okay, just did. Just curious. I wanted to ask a question. I've heard stories. All right, hands down. Um. This one thing is asked, and I hope you didn't miss it. You can just hit the stop button. Um, Is what's the point of all this if you're not going to let it change you? And gosh, that's one of the greatest statements that we can ask ourselves. What's the point of coming to church, coming to, to youth group, reading our Bible, singing together, listening to the Word? What's the point if we're just going to stay the same? There's really no point. Well, it's... It's 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 something to do, and and then that that's all it becomes. So, we're going to sort of address what's the point of us being here? Why are we here? And 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 I want you to know what am I? What's my job? What what do I look at my job as it pertains to here and to you? So, are you ready? You sure? Gosh, y'all look depressed, man. Y'all need a group hug, or we'll we'll say that for, for the end. Um, um, who did the? S- survey about three weeks back or four, four, four weeks back and no, no hugs here. Thank you. Okay. Uh, quite a, a few. Can, can I share, share with y'all some results from that sur- survey? We did an anonymous sur- sur- survey and 40 some odd of y'all responded to it. And this is some of the things that I asked. One thing that I asked is what do you enjoy most about Wednesday nights? Now, I didn't. I don't want. Didn't want kiss up stuff. I think some of y'all still do that, even though it's anonymous. And I don't know. Um, and this was your response of what you enjoy most on Wednesday nights. Um, 
16% said they enjoy hanging out with friends. Okay. 20% said they, they really enjoy um, the, the uh, praise, praise band in, in that time where we sing. And 64% said they enjoyed um, the word because the speaker was incredible. Not really. That, I added that part myself. <clears throat> so that, that's sort of why you come here, why, why some of you come. I, and <clears throat> I hope that's sort of true. I hope when you answered it, not because Dan's a good speaker, but because you're wanting to learn the word and understand the word. Here's some more things to ask. I would describe our youth group as being, um, and it was nice some of the time, very warm and, and inviting, not, not, not so nice, and plain out mean. Those were the four responses. 13% said nice some of the time. 13%. 87% said um, very warm and Inviting. We didn't have any plain out means because they'd already left before we did the survey. No. So, so that was good. Does that make you all feel good? Sort of. That's pretty good, right? I think we have a pretty, pretty warm group. Um, I asked you, what is our Wednesday night service called? Okay, now this was interesting. Um, we named it about a year and a half ago or a, year and a, a few months ago. Um, and the lowest thing I got was what we named it. The lowest percentage of the uh, of the the, the uh, three there, um, access is what it's named, right? Who here knew that access? Well, only Jack didn't know. Eighteen percent knew. Eighteen percent of our group knew that. I was like, oh great, I'm communicating well. Twenty-two um, percent just made up your own name for it, which I'd never heard before. I wish I had the list because I was like. What, I'm like, what church are they going to? So I started to go on the websites to see if you're going to like the journey or someplace else and getting c- confused with theirs and ours. Um, 60% said it's called Wednesday Night Youth, 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 Youth Group. That's our name, Wednesday Night Youth Group. So it was just sort, sort of funny. Um, I asked a few more things. I asked it. I asked it. Don't say that three times fast or one time slow. Um, I asked the question, list five ways we take in God's word. You remember the five ways we take in his word? We hear it, read it, study it, memorize it. Okay, that was good. You know, six out of ten that, t- that, that, that took it got that right. Which I was like, well, praise the Lord. Someone's getting something. Um, I also asked um, on on. Average, how many days a week do you read your Bible? Don't count church or when you come in here and it counts because we're reading it as a group, but on your own. And the answer, the average across the group was 1.75 times a, a week. So a little less than two times a week. Now, I had quite a few, uh, a couple fours and fives that really helped that to balloon up because there's quite a few that just big old fat goose egg there, right? And can I tell you, man, we're called, you've got to read this on your own somewhere. You're never going to get anywhere. It's, it's not, you're not going to grow. Um, now I asked a couple more things. Who knew some v- verses? Do you want to hear the statistics for this? Romans 3.23. What percentage knew Romans 3.23? 12. Man, y'all are really positive. 33%. 30, a third of you knew it. Saying y'all were probably sitting there and you were doing all the signs and and stuff like that. Um, Romans six twenty three um, twenty eight percent knew it. A little bit less because um, we haven't done that quite as long. We've only done that four hundred and eighteen times, <laughs> right? We might have to start that again. Do y'all want to start that again? Yeah. 
I think it's pretty fun, but we won't do it right now. We don't have time. Um, now, I, now, I also put in some that I, I, I have done on these cards because I, I mean, y'all, y'all, y'all just impressed me. You've come down in droves to grab these and just take them and tape them to your forehead and, and memorize it, right? Well, um, just one of them, Romans eight twenty eight. Do you know what that is? Romans eight twenty eight. Does anybody know what that is? Dan just blanked on it myself. Romans eight twenty eight. Um, not four. No, that's not for the wages. No, so it, it's um um um. All, all things work to, to, together for good for those who love God and are called according to His purpose. Romans eight twenty three percent of you got it, which is one. <laughs> so I praise the Lord for one. But um, but I'm thinking why um, part of me goes well. We've got these. Where to put those bookmarks? Somewhere. Thank you. Gosh, I'm acting like I'm forty or something. Forty one. Um, question for you right here, right now. Do you think I should keep these up? I'm, I, I'm asking you, do you want me to keep these up or not? It doesn't, I don't think you're going to hell if you say no, okay? But this is what I want to do. I don't have any for t- tonight, okay? But when I do have them, if you really want it, take it. And if you're really going to try, take it. I, I know life is hard. I know things get in the way. But memorize, memorizing the Word of God is so important. We learn songs all the time. Make up your own song and dance to it. Don't dance in front of me, though. That would be weird. Um, so, so we'll have these out, but only take it, man, if you're going to try. Or do it or do not. There is no try. Only take it if you're going to do it. Amen? Who wrote the book of Romans? Paul. Who did he write to? And around what year? 57, 58 AD. 77% of you got, got that right on the survey. Now, we've only said that 818 times. So I figured out, as long as I say it 800 times, it starts to stick. But that's a good thing. I'm glad that you know that. So, after all this, let me ask you a question. What's the purpose of Wednesday night youth group? You sort of know. I'm not asking. I just want you to think a second. You don't need to shout anything out. I just want you to think. What's the purpose of Wednesday night youth group? I've got to do this for it. It's okay. Don't freak out. I'm a professional. I just need need the space. I'm, I'm, we're doing some things a little different tonight. Um, first thing. First thing that I want. I want you to tr- 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 truly expe- experience. And see God for who He is. Well, that's my number one goal of what I want you to do. When you come here, I want you to see and to know that God is real and He has a plan. That He is as big and as great and as amazing as you can begin to grasp. You can't even get it all. Now, um, a couple of years ago, I was in Utah. Who's ever been to Utah? Noah. I was with Noah. Uh, that was part of my story. Um, we were doing a hike. It was me and Noah and his uncle David and a cousin or two of his were there. We went to Can- Can- Canyonlands Na- National Park. Um, very cool. If you've ever, we, we like to go and hike and explore and all that stuff. Don't worry, son. This isn't about you this time. <clears throat> um, and we're at this spot that's called the Grand Viewpoint. And 
let me just describe it to you. And there's some pictures you're about to see, but not yet. It's um, you're way up on top of this mountain, and then there's like a flat ledge that almost looks like the stage, but it goes probably um, to where the church is right over there to pass the outside wall of this place. It's a, it's a big ledge, and it's stone, and it juts out from this cliff, cliff, cliff. And it's a straight drop down, not like it, like you'll bounce some. No, you're just going to plummet and then plop. And you know, so it juts out, and it's this long thing. So I had no, and I'm like Noah, 18 feet away from the side, son. You know, and I'm not real good with heights. Um, they, they tend to scare me to death. Um, I'm good as long as I'm strapped into something. But if I got to trust my own feet and legs, I'm going to die. I just know it. I'm just going to. I'm the guy that's going to trip if I, I get close. Um, my brother-in-law is very brave, very brave to the point of stupidity. He knows me well. I love him. It's okay. Um, I know him well. I don't know what he knows me well. <laughs> it's important for um, But he just does dumb stuff. I mean, there's like a, a rock outpost over there, and he's going to jump over to it and grab a hold of it, and there's a big gap where you'll die if you miss. I mean, he's just done stupid stuff. Don't do that. That's bad. Um, have you ever been to a place where... It's a straight drop down? Yes. Yes, Noah has. That's good. You know, it was like this. And let me let you see a picture of this is not me (laughs) in the first picture. (laughs) Oh, man, I'm looking rough that day. Um, This is sort of what it was like. Now, we couldn't, I couldn't walk to the edge. No, no, here, you know, I can walk to the edge. And all day long, I could could do this. Now, if there was a 2,000-foot drop here, do you think I would stand here like this going, Hey! This is easy, right? I'd what? One leg? Okay, no way, okay? When there's a drop-off and death is there and it's trying to clutch you and pull you down like whatever, you're not going to get near it. So I was like this, this lady. I got down about four feet away, crawled, got to the edge. Made sure, I mean, it's like a flat rock. I'm not going to slide, but I'm like, hold my leg, son. You know, you know like, he'll, like he could stop me from sliding. He's like six. And I'm, I'm looking down this, and it is just, it is breathtaking and terrifying at the exact same time. It's like, <gasps> you know what I'm saying? It is incredible, but... I, um, I, I'd gone to the bathroom right before I'd gone up there, which was good, or it would have been bad. Okay? It was amazing. Why was it so amazing? Well, and I, I want you to take a look, because th- this, is, this is sort of what we did to see the edge. Look, now, it dropped straight down. This dude's an idiot. Okay, in a gust of wind, he's like four feet away from the edge. It'll suck you away. Um, look at the next one. That's not nice for me to call me, but I don't know him, so it's okay. She's braver. She's sort of like me. I look like her. I'm like, I'm not getting near it because um, it just drops straight off. Look at the next one. That was sort of the view, and it that's it looks like a. Okay, wait. Let me show you. This looks sort of like a road. It's not. That's just like a crack where if you stand on it, it's going to fall and you're going to die to your death. Okay? So whenever you see a crack, don't get on that side of the crack. You're going to be toast. So, um, you know, just as I was challenged, because I don't like heights, 
But we went up there. We're up there. I'm like, Noah, stay back. Noah, stay back. I'm thinking, Mama will kill me if something happens to him. And I'd be very sad. Um, and, and so um, I'm like, stay back. But then I think we even got, I think you may have crawled over. The boys were like, let's go see. We're like, get out. You know, they're like 18 feet away. So they would crawl and look. And it was just amazing. The view was amazing. But we would never have seen the view unless we crawled to the edge. We'd have never seen, and that view was, like I said, electrifying and terrifying at the same time. And I want you to know that that's what I want this place to be like. When you come here and when we talk about the Word of God and how great God is and how He made the world and how He's so awesome, incredible, I want you to get the sense of who God is because He's electrifying and terrifying, and you go, wait, God's, ter- yeah, he's, do you understand who you are and compared to who he is? It's not like he's like some bear from Brave that's going to eat you, or whatever, scares you, but he's awesome, he's powerful, he's so great and so pure and holy, and, and we're not, you know, my great hope is that when you come here, you'll be able to get to the edge and look around and see who God is. See how great God is. Now, that's the first thing. I want you to really see and experience God for for who he is. Um, The second thing that I want to do is to teach you the commands of God so you will obey them. That you'll obey them. And this brings us to a different edge. Okay, that's an edge which you sort of crawl on your belly, get close, don't get near it, or you're going to die. You will, you know, but it's awesome. You need to see how great God is. There's... A second edge. And um, it's not scary, but it's like a line in the sand. And you experience this this edge all the time. Oops, sorry about that. Um, and I want you to know something. Pretend that this is sort of the edge. And I want you to come to the spot. My hope is every time that you're here, you come to an edge where you've got to make a choice. Am I going to follow God and step out in faith to do what he says, or am I going to stay back and keep living the way that I'm living? Because you've got to choose. You've got to make that choice. And this is an edge here that when you step across it, you're not going to die. But sometimes it feels like you will. You're not sure where your foot is going to land, but it's going to land. God calls you there. He's going to take care of you. And I want you to come to this point, and it makes me think of this. You know, when I thought about who does this pertain to um it's the um it's the high high school girl um that says i'm not going to settle just for any guy and she's at this edge and she's got to make a choice am i going to um god's convicting my heart am i going to obey him or not and if i'm going to obey him it's going to cost me you know that high school girl that's in this room, you know that you deciding not to settle, it could mean that you will not date in high school at all, not going to date at all. And you, you're going to, you might have, you might give that up. Um, in college, first year or two, you may not date at all because you're not going to settle. But you got to sort of take the step. And, and at that edge, you've got to take the, the, uh, the chance. Guys, um, Sometimes we're at the edge, guys, and uh, you're at the choice, um, at the point where you, you're, you're with friends you really don't need to have, and you've got to choose. Um, 
am I going to be a fan of God or am I going to be a follower of God, huh? For those that are in the, in the group there. And to choose, it's, it's, it's scary, it's hard. You might choose, your friends may back away and go, dude, you're just gone too weird for me and I'm not sure what's up with you. You're just not funny anymore. And when you do this, you might be alone. But God may call you to do it because he's got a greater plan for you. I want you to come to this edge and not just sit there and go, okay. Because you hit the, the edge all the time. All the time. Um, you may say to yourself, if I follow you, God, all the dreams and wants that I have had for myself will never hap, 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 happen. You know, the word says, um, uh, if, if you're going to be my disciple, you've got to d- deny yourself, take up your cross, and, and follow me. Your dreams, put, put them aside. God may allow you to pick them back up, but you need to put them aside. It's going to cost you at the edge. What are you going to do? You may say, if, if, I, if I talk about Jesus to people, dude, they may, it just may go bad. You know, you don't understand. You know, I get tongue-tied. No, I understand that completely. But, um, you know, I don't know what to say. Um, they might avoid me. It hurt my feelings. I understand. But you're at an edge. What are you going to do? Are you going to follow God in the great commission? Or are you going to stay back? Um, for some of you, it's you're at this edge and you say, if I honor you, God, with what my eyes see or what my ears hear, um, I'll miss out on some really funny movies and inside jokes of all, of all my friends. Um, I'm just going to miss out on, on, on the fun. You're, you're, you're at an edge. There's a choice you've got to make. To follow God, it's hard. It says narrow is the road. It's, it's not wide. It's hard. The last one I had is, if I trust what the Bible says, then I understand that God has placed my parents over me to guide and protect me. So even if I don't agree, I will honor them, and by in that, I will honor God. And that's a choice you've got to make. That's an edge. Some of you maybe have hit 14 times this week. What are you going to do? Are you going to step out in faith and step across it? Or are you going to stay back and sort of stay, well, this is what I know, it's safe. Okay, so my, my goal is to teach you the com- commands of God so you'll obey the commands of God. Are you with me? Are you still awake? Hang with me a little bit more. Third point of why we do what we do here, um, and I need some helpers for this one that I didn't even prep beforehand. Let me get M- Michelle and Keith and uh, H- 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 Hannah Parker. And Cat. Nope. Dalton. And Bishop. I need you in the order I put you in. Michelle over here. See if you can get it right. All right. Now. Say this is the one that says, you know what? God's saying I don't need to to set, settle, but it could cost me. Okay? Not just going to be a fan. I'm going to be a follower, but it could cost me my 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 my, my friends. It, it it could be hard. I'm not sure what will occur. Dreams. What I want. Am I going to have to give that up? Um. God, what 
am I strong enough? What, what is going to occur if I take this step and follow where you want? Your one was the uh, talk about G- Jesus. Man, what if they don't take it? What if I mess it up? What am I going to do? Eyes and ears. What am I taking in? What do I hear? Parents. Oh. <laughs> Dadgum parents. Whew, that was pre-planned, wasn't it? Huh? Man, got to follow, got to trust them. My, 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 my job is to talk to each of you as you sit out there, but each of you are on an edge. I want you to know that. And as I teach, I want you to know I'm saying to you, don't settle. You've been bought with a price. Honor God with your body. Your life is not your own. Do you understand that? And you can take it in or not. And to you, I'm saying, man, don't be a fan. Follow with all you have. Your friends, you know, it says, a companion of fools suffers harm. That's what the Word of God says. Man, don't, don't hang around fools. They will pull you down. For you, dreams, deny yourself. Take up your cross. Great commission, share Christ. Man, oh, I had it right here in my in my head. Um, whatever, whatever you do in word or deed, do it in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, even with what you watch. Honor your parents. Right, right? So you hear the teaching. You all hear it. And for some of you, the teaching, you hear it, you respond to it. Okay? For some of you, you hear what's said. You can go sit down. And it convicts your heart and you obey it. Okay? Not yet. (laughs) For some of you, you hear the teaching and you are struggling with it. And part of my job and the adults that are in this room... That was too easy. You didn't fight me back at all. My job a little bit is to nudge you. Give you a hard time about it. Not yet. Don't go running off. Okay? That's my job. It's not to shove you off because you've really got to make the choice on your own. But I am going to encourage the stew out of you and prod a little bit. Especially when I see, boy, you want to do it. You want to follow. You just don't know how. But then you finally go. I didn't need, but you went on more, more on your own. <clears throat> and for you, you just need a small nudge and you go. No. See? And, and that's sort of the way it works. And then there's some that I can nudge all day long and you're not going to, so, to want to obey so bad. But I don't want to be, <laughs> right? But then she goes and obeys. Oh, I didn't plan this really out. But, and then there's some, man, that I will push and, um, and love on you and try to teach you the truth. My job as a youth pastor here, and I see myself as a pastor over you and responsible for you, <laughs> is to encourage you to follow God with all that you have and in the midst of it, love you through I won't say your stupidity, but we were all there. Dude, Jack, were you there before? Still, I still live there, okay? Amen, brother. Right? But to love you through it, and some of you are going to think, thanks, Bishop. He finally did obey. Yay, Bishop. Good job. 
some, some, some of you, um, and I just want, want to sort of want you to understand something. Um, I'm going to push some of you, and um, you're going to take it as I don't like you. It's occurred for 18 years that I've done this, and, and, and I've tried to talk to you. And can I tell you this? I will only push those that I love. Now, those that I love everybody here, but those that go, hey, I need some advice. I need some help. If you, if you want me to help you, you've got to come to me and let, you, let me know. Some of you go, well, there's a lot of youth that you talk to more and you don't talk to me much. Well, have you come up to me and talked to me and just sort of shared your heart with, boy, I need help with this. Because if you do that, boy, I am on, I am on you, and you will regret it, <laughs> right, Genesis? Yeah, Genesis was in group way back, and um, I, I will, I will be like the plague. I will just annoy you if you start stop coming. I'll Facebook you all the time, and when I see you at school at events, I'll give you a big hug in front of your friend. It's just great, okay. <laughs> But I invite you um, for myself, for my wife, for the adults that we have. We want to help you out. We want in here to teach you the word of God. We want to teach you the truth and encourage you. My job is to encourage, exhort, and correct. You know, part of what I'm supposed to do is, is, is get in your face going, What are you doing? Well, hey, 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 this, this isn't right. And some folks go, don't ju- judge me. I'm not. I'm correcting you. It's different. Okay? And it is. Judge means I'm better better than you. Ha. You need to get right. Ha. Correcting is, are you stupid? Stop it. In love. In love. Um, so that's what we do here. That's what I want all the adults to be about that are a part of this place. That's, that's the way that we work. And when we shove you or nudge you, I don't want to shove because that's not right. But I want to nudge you really. Sometimes I want to knock you out. But, um, you know, we do it with love. I want you to look. We're going to be at this first for two minutes as we wrap things up because I do not want to leave this place without getting in the word a, a, a little bit. Because this is sort of, as I thought about where we were, I, I came to this in Romans 12, a book that we've been in. Um, take a look at this. There's three quick things right here. It says this in, in Romans 12, verses 1 and 2. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your act of spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that by testing you may may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable. You, You know the first thing he says? He says three things we can key in. We could talk about a lot more, but not tonight. Three things. First, in verse 1, he says, present yourself as a living sacrifice, as a troop of soldiers. What do they do when the commander-in-chief comes out and stands before them? Are they like this? Or, boy, they are top-notch, ready, presenting themselves. And that's the thing we're supposed to pre- present ourselves to God. God, this is what I am. I know that I, I'm a wreck, but through the blood of Jesus Christ, I know that I am made holy and pure. And that's the only reason why I can stand up tall. Present yourself as a living sacrifice. That means you're sacrificing every day. You can choose not to, but man, that's what a living sacrifice is. It's not just a, every day. Present yourself to God that way. 
2, in verse 2, it's, you know, it says, do not be conformed to this world. Can I, I plead you to do something? Quit chasing after the world. Quit chasing after the fame, having these stars that you just love to death and you would just die if they would just bat their eyes at you. That's called an obsession. There's something wrong with that. I've got something a lot better for you to be obsessed with, and it starts with a big J, Okay? Think about, do not be conformed to the world. You don't, don't be like the world. Walk away from just the junk. God's got a plan. And the, 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 the last thing it says is, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You know how you renew your mind? Read the Word. Read the Word. You can't renew it if all day long if you're going, okay, renew, renew, okay, transform. Re-. That's not going to do it. Reading the Word, getting it in your heart is going to renew your mind and transform your life. Present yourself as a living sacrifice. Quit ch- ch- chasing after the world, but be transformed by the word. Dude, that's what we got tonight. Dear God, I thank you so much um, for each one here. God, I ask that you will, man, just empower every student, every young person, every adult that's in this room just to be students of your word, to seek after you, Lord, to come to this place and know that there's an edge that they can come to where they see the greatness and great grandeur of you and how great you are, Lord. I, I ask that we'll also come to that point where there's that edge where we're called to step out in faith and to live for you and to follow you wherever you call, and it will cost us, Lord. And I ask that you will just give us courage to follow, courage to seek, and help us where we are. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We're not finished. What's our Wednesday night service called? Wrong. Wrong. It's called The Edge. Welcome to The Edge. When I came here, we, we tried to find a name for it. Access was, what was sort of where we went. We've had it for a year. That didn't stick with y'all like nothing because 18% of y'all could, could get it sort of, uh, I think it's this. But let's call it the edge because I want you to see the greatness of God and I want you to come here and know I'm going to be challenged to make a choice to follow every time I come. All right? This is called the edge.